Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Bourbon Booty. The ingredients you need, two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of rosemary simple syrup, one ounce of lemon juice. Um, So how you're going to make that rosemary simple syrup is you're going to boil a half a cup of water and a half a cup of sugar. Boil until the sugar is dissolved, removed from stove, and rosemary leaves to infuse flavors. Add the rosemary leaves to infuse the flavors. Let sit for 10 minutes. And here's how you're going to make that cocktail. You're going to add a scoop of ice to the shaker. Add all of the ingredients to that shaker. Shake until chilled for about 10 to 15 seconds. Strain the cocktail into a rocks glass over big ice cubes. And garnish with a rosemary sprig. Ew. This looks cute. It does look cute. I already tasted it, and Mm -hmm. I love the freshness of it. Um, This cocktail was made by Country Crafts. That is country with a K underscore crafts 19. That's the Instagram. We absolutely adore his cocktails. They're amazing. He pulls up at the studio, makes us our drinks, and Mm -hmm. we be lit. (laughs) Yeah, I can already tell you right now, Shaq, um... We're going to need another one because I know I'm going to drink this down. Um, You guys, welcome back to Cocktail Story Discussions. Hey, y'all. If you're watching the show, you can see that we have a guest. We'll get to him in a second. He's fine. Y'all see he got a suit on? (laughs) I know. He's not correct today. But we do have a few announcements. So today, March 31st. If you're listening to this super early in the morning, not Ooh. yet, but at 10 a.m., the tickets go on sale for Ooh. our next three live shows. So three not, live shows. Yeah, so not only do we mm. still have the tickets for um, May 12th at City Winery, mm-hmm. June 5th, we will be in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone. Ooh. And then July 20th, we will be in New York City. New York City. New York fucking city <laughs> at Caroline's. Finally. And then on July 28th, we are going to Philly. What it do? I can't wait to see the men with the beards. Oh, (laughs) you know they all got beards over there. Um, Helium Comedy Club, July 28th. So just go online. uh, The the links are going to be, it's too many links for me to say, but the links are going to be in the description box. Go ahead and buy your tickets. Tell your friends. We're really excited. We can't wait to go to these cities. We have never done shows in these cities. So this is going to be a whole new energy, a whole new vibe, new men, new women. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're on tour, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, you know, if you're in Atlanta or you want to come to Atlanta, still come. There's a few tickets left Mm -hmm. at City Winery, Thursday, May 12th. We busy, y'all. get it. We booked and busy. Oh, and another another link, the card game. (laughs) I'm Curious to Know is still available online for purchase. Please go to imcuriousToKnow.com and purchase your game. It will make a really good gift. It's fun to play by yourself. Uh, Well, not by yourself, but... Get it for yourself so that you can play it on a date or play it, you know, with your boyfriend, with your husband. And, you know, don't be shy to put this game in your bag, ladies, and pull it out when you're at dinner and that nigga don't have nothing to talk about. He's Mm. boring. You're like, what are we doing here? Pull the deck out. And you might learn something new and exciting about him and you might make a cocktail out of it. You might. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm curious to know dot com. All right. So today, you guys, we have a special guest. Uh, his name is Sir Marvelous. Some of you maybe have seen him on other shows. Maybe you've been uh, <laughs> marvelized by him. I know that's not a word, but uh, he's a professional, sensual, BDSM dominant, erotic massage artist. Ooh, kinky fantasy facilitator. And um, you specialize in introducing people into BDS- BDSM. Absolutely. Welcome to Cocktails. Thank you for having me. This is delicious. I told you. <laughs> We're like gonna need some more. You're just halfway done. You've been there whipping it, it up. up. Oh, yes. yes. Um, so, welcome to Atlanta. Thank you for having me. Thank Where you, are you thank from you. originally? I'm from, I'm from New York. Oh. We hear, I hear an accent, and sometimes it sounds Spanish y, and sometimes it sounds like. Islandy. Say that again. Say that again for myself so she can hear me. <laughs> Sometimes it sounds Spanishy. Oh yeah. Um. So I am Cuban and black. So oh. that is it. Um. I don't really have any connection to my Cuban side. But once I found that out, I was like, I'm gonna I'm quote that everywhere I go now. <laughs> well, that's so funny that you have an accent. Uh, I don't. I don't hear it myself, but I I do hear that a lot from people. Do you speak Spanish? Not at all. Wow. Not at all. I speak other languages, but what you speak? Yeah. Body language. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, I like that. Right. Okay, so before we get to know more about you and what you do and find out what all this stuff is, we're going to actually play our game. I'm curious to know with you. So this one has a mix of different questions. Um, I took some out. I think this is the right stack. This ain't. 
It's so cute. And we're our faces on it. Also, I mean, this is so exciting. Do you have some? Because these were the ones that I took out. I do, I do. <laughs> um, let me give you a little stack. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you. And then I'll pull the first one. Um, Name two things. I'm curious to know. Ooh. Two things that you'd like me to do to you more often. Okay, wait. I ain't never <laughs> fucked him. Hold on. Let me ask a different one. Let me ask a different one. That's for somebody that's fucking. Okay, okay, What's okay. your favorite part of sex? Uh, um, aside from the times that I'm actually, you know, doing the most, I love being used like a meat stick. I love just, you know, when my semester just uses me. When I'm allowed to just, like, relinquish that control, sit back. Sometimes I'm out to my, my hands tied up, and she just uses me for her pleasure. Oh, like she actually ties your hands up. Yeah, she'll tie my hands up, ride my face, ride my dick, whatever she want to do at that point in time. That's up to her. Oh, wow. That's a lot of pressure. I'll be serious. <laughs> me too. And then what if Can I do something wrong? I'm going to get in trouble. No, no, no. So at, at, those, at those stages, she's, she, she has like, she's loaded with revenge for all the shit that I probably done did to her. Oh. So she, yeah. Be safe. <laughs> right. Uh, 911 is on speed dial, right. bitch. Don't play. So let me ask you this. How uh, do you approach trust in mm -hmm. a relationship with your submissive specifically? Mm -hmm. um, do, do you start with it or does it have to be earned? Um, it's constantly earned, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. It's specific to BDSM relationships. Her and I are in a dynamic, so we have an actual contract between her and I, and we like touch base on that contract every so often, every couple of months. We um, dive into it and see, you know, which goals we have met, um, what we want to step up in, uh, what we want to accomplish more of, and things of that nature. So, oh, y'all professional, yeah. right? I'm gonna start pulling up with contracts. <laughs> hey, listen, go ahead and read through this uh, and how you feel about it. <laughs> Next one. Oh, this is this is like <clears throat> in alignment. What are your expectations of your sub? Man, I just honestly, uh, it's going to sound kind of plain, but I just love how organized she keeps me. You know what I mean? I've always been good at performing and doing my thing and doing what I'm good at, but I've always lacked organization. Mm -hmm. And she just organizes everything and just makes like the success rate just go super high. Are you roof. a Libra? I'm a cancer. Oh, okay. Don't you crack any jokes. <laughs> I might cry. Okay, tell me about one of your most embarrassing sexual or dating experiences. Uh, my most embarrassing dating yeah. experience? Okay, great. Um, I actually went to a swingers club with an old friend of mine quite a few years ago. She was looking fine as hell. She was um, dressed um, that doesn't matter what she was dressed like. But, <laughs> he was about but, to paint the picture, <laughs> okay. But um, she's a she she's a taller woman. She's about six foot. Um, mm -hmm. and 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 she also had heels on. And she we were going to the swingers club. We was going up the steps. Um, and she actually no, she was going down the steps. And she actually tripped and tumbled down the steps in the middle of everything. Like tumble, like were a people tumbleweed. laughing or was she hurt? No, she wasn't. She wasn't hurt, but she did try to bounce up and fix her wig real quick and do oh. everything. But um, I, I was really happy that she did not get hurt outside of like having a boo boo on her knee. But it was embarrassing. It was like a scroll. I'm going. Wait a minute. Yeah. That was that didn't that, happen to you. That happened to her. You said I was embarrassed. No, no, no. By this I'm saying, oh, you sure, she, no, she was embarrassed. No, you know, she, I want to know what did you embarrassed? Like oh. an embarrassing moment of yours. You oh, no, really just oh, switched I that. Well, I saw that. this girl oh, fall shit. down the stairs one time. <laughs> um, <laughs> try to shift it real quick. Shit, damn. Uh, I try to erase those memories. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I do that too. It's like I don't. I don't know. I think oh, okay. Blank. okay, so mm -hmm. last one. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about marriage? I love the idea of marriage. I love everything about it, including the ceremony. Um, as you're probably going to figure out that I love wearing suits. I love dressing up for an occasion. Um, I love doing the most. So um, besides just the ceremony part of it, I like the idea of having somebody that I'm committed to for the rest of my life. But mm -hmm. um, I'm a complex person, so um, I'm hoping that this particular relationship leads to marriage because... We're going to have a lot of fun in that. <laughs> oh, I have so many questions. I know, right? But before we do that, mm -hmm. um, we are going to go to Weird Sex. Okay. And I have um, a BDSM story, actually. Okay. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. All right. 
So this week's Weird Sex, y'all were blowing my phone up. Y'all emailed it to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we're talking about this on the show today. So the headline says, a New York City woman um, held a date in the Bronx hostage where he was tortured, covered in flammable liquid for a $100,000 ransom while his brother watched on FaceTime. Okay, listen. So, um, late one night last month, a 24-year-old man headed to a Bronx apartment, believing he was about to hook up with a pretty brunette he'd met on Instagram. It turned out to be a honey trap that nearly cost him his life. The woman he'd been chatting to was actually part of a group of sadists who Mm. spent hours torturing the kidnapped man, even stabbing him while demanding $100,000 in ransom on a FaceTime call to his horrified brother. When police found the victim some 24 hours later, he was tied up and gagged in the back of a van, barely clinging to life. Wow. The woman who allegedly lured him, Valerie Rosario, 22, is facing charges of kidnapping and attempted murder over the sixth scheme. Um, Prosecutors say that um, the Lower East Side con woman allegedly coaxed the complete stranger to an address on the Marble Hill Avenue um, in the Bronx. After they connected on the gram, um, he got there around 1 a.m. And that's when the twisted torture session Six. began. Three men barged into the apartment with one of them pistol whipping the victim. Valerie. The court document said um, Rosario and the accomplice, accomplices then allegedly stripped the victim, placed him in a bathtub, poured flammable substances on him and burned him with a flame all over his body. The charging what? document states um, they also tormented him with a knife, striking him about the legs, back and body. <laughs> according to the court document, she goes <laughs> on to say that um, in another article I read, they were saying how she said that these were things that they talked about wanting to do before, but she like upped it. It was a lot more than what he thought he was getting into. He thought it was going to be a That's bit, where the contract lies. Uh-huh, and, that's why, <laughs> and that's why sometimes, you know, maybe you need to hit up somebody like Sir Marvelous to teach you how to do things properly and, and questions to ask because that was a mess. That is a mess and I'll be so mad. I want her to get the death penalty. That's really bad. Yeah, I, I would I would be disappointed. There, though, so. It got worse the more you read. <laughs> yeah, it was just like more and more things. Like, And then the bathtub, you just yeah. wanted to throw a little razzle-dazzle on there and then you put them in the, in the van? And how do you choose your Where'd victims? Where did you even get a van from? Most people don't be having cars in New York. And I wonder what the brother was thinking. He was probably like, bro, I told you I was doing this freaky shit. Word. I told you. I have told so many stories on weird sex about people who go and they meet up with somebody because they're trying to do kinky shit mm-hmm. and it ends up going south. And you right. sh- and, it, and that makes sense. You need to have a certain level of trust before we start adding fire and shit. Right, yeah, Come on, yeah, yeah. bro. Flammable liquids and you tripping. Um, before yeah. we dive into our topics with Sir Marvelous, which we're excited to do, um, you guys, every season is a gift-giving season. My my love language is gifts. gifts. It is. I like to give them. I really like to receive them. And I just don't know how I would feel if somebody gave me a painted portrait. I mean, mm. it's a gift that can literally last a lifetime. And now that we're into art, and after now going to Picasso, we are State, art connoisseurs. We need pieces. We need pieces. You're and moving. Y'all need pieces. Yeah. yeah. If you are in the doghouse, if you need to apologize to somebody and you don't want to do it the same old, you know, regular way, get them a portrait from Paint Your Life. That is such a unique gift. They probably don't have one. These portraits are painted by real artists. Mm -hmm. And you get to proof them online before they're ever sent out. So if there's any changes that need to be made, you can have them make it. It's really easy. You can pick out a nice frame on there. So when your package arrives, it's already put together Mm -hmm. and it's just gorgeous. They're hand-painted portraits, you guys, created from any photo of your choice. So you can, you know, if you're a side chick, you can take a, steal a picture (laughs) of your someone else's husband and put it with you and make it look yeah. like y'all are a happy family. Um, it's you affordable. Do <laughs> yeah. Do your thing. It's a great gift to give to someone and uh, you get it in as little as two weeks if everything goes the right way. Mm-hmm. So at paintyourlife.com there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting your money is refunded guaranteed. And right now as a limited time offer get 20% off your painting. That's right. 20% off and free shipping to get the special offer text the word tails that's t-a-l-e-s to sixty-four thousand. that's tails to sixty-four thousand. text t-a-l-e-s to sixty-four thousand. paint your life celebrate the moments that matter most terms apply available at paintyourlife.com slash terms again text tails to sixty-four thousand. Mm-hmm. text it all right sir marvelous are we supposed to call you sir oh, or Mr. Marvelous or Mr. Sir? Only what you feel comfortable <laughs> doing. I do prefer sir, though. 
Sir. Sir. Okay. Oh, yes. I like yes, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so give us a little breakdown of what BDSM is to you. To What's something people get wrong about it? All right. Well, to me specifically, the way that I like to engage in it, um, I'm a sensualist. So that means mm-hmm. that I do everything slow and sensual. Um, I look at BDSM as an extension of foreplay. Basically, everything that I do is about providing sensations to the people that I am dealing with um, and just getting them aroused to a level that they've never really seen before. Just, you know, with torturing them with time and patience and a lot of the creative things that I bring to the table. So My pussy just hopped. <laughs> <laughs> She's like knocking on the door. She's like, I'm glad you? I didn't offer you any of the drops. I'm so glad you did. Because she was really, she's like, who is that? Who's mm-hmm. out there? Like, she uh-huh. just want to see. Yeah, let me take yes. a peek. Um, so, okay, so foreplay is really important. You like being sensual. Now, how are you teaching these things to people? Well, um, uh, they learn a lot during the negotiation and the debrief. So, a the negoti- negotiation. Yeah, yes. What's I'm that? glad you what asked. <laughs> and the debrief. So, um, got before- real serious. Yeah, so before I even think about doing a session with a person, of course, I do a consultation. However, before we begin the actual um, session in person, there's a negotiation where I show the person all of the tools that I have or I brought, um, you know, that I have at my dungeon or particularly brought to wherever I'm meeting them at. And we, I show them an example of how I may use them, ask them for their consent to use them, show them how I would be safe with these things. And that is called a negotiation. They get to choose, hey, I like the sound of that. I don't really care to hear that or feel that. Or some people ever shy or nervous the and they're time. like, I don't know what to do. All mm-hmm. the time. But um, I have learned um, from experience that, you know, just the way that I'm able to explain certain things to them, it really gives them confidence because most people want to be able to understand. So before they take that journey, you know, like, how does this make sense? Why? Because a lot of my tools are, I purchase them uh, on purpose so that they are intimidating. Mm-hmm. I do believe intention being a good um, asset during um, sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. When you use it, right, it's like, when you're nervous and you're tense, um, you know, some people would say that's a bad thing. I look at it as a, as a good thing because it's like activating your pelvic muscles during sex. You're able to increase or make your um, orgasm even stronger when you're, when you're, you know, just activating that, that particular muscle. So I like the nerves. Bring them all. I'll use them to my favor. What? Like, okay. So you use these tools. Is the tool that has ever used um, your penis? Like, do you ever use that? No, no, no. That's okay. the best part like, about it. It's the mind fuck right there. Are it's they like, ever like begging for it? Like, are they ever like, can I just throw you some extra <laughs> cash and can you fuck me real quick? I'm not gonna lie. Um, they most of the time they're like, yo, I gotta go. I gotta call up a sneaky link to, to, <laughs> to do something. One of my clients just texted me um, the other day, like, yo, I'm still looking for somebody to like. You know what I mean? Get mm-hmm. the rest of that frustration out because this it it it, it does leave them with um, this euphoric euphoric feeling of like orgasm, but it's not the same as actual sex. Mm-hmm. It's not. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the person that likes even after having sex they still choose to masturbate. It's mm-hmm. a different kind of nut for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how it is mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Like you're gonna you're gonna orgasm like you've never orgasmed before, but See? you're still gonna require. I'm not require, but you still may desire to actually. Have that um, physical connection with your partner. Yeah, because I'm a want that. Because I'm gonna be like, you done did all this to me. Now where's the dick? <laughs> where's the dick? Right. It's <laughs> yeah. like what? It's like when you watch porn and you don't have your toy right next to you, and you've like <sighs> already you've watched like three different videos. And now you're just like pulsating, and you jump up with your drawers down by your ankles, <laughs> and you run to go, you looking through everything trying to find your toy. Yeah, that's, I hate when that happens. Yeah, I hate it's when like, that happens. Who the fuck did I leave it? In? Did I leave it in Texas? <laughs> but then you also feel good. Like I it's hope weird. it's charged too. <sighs> Oh, right? My God. Don't let it be dead. So you really oh, be mad. You God. might cut somebody out. <laughs> yeah. Um, how important do you think foreplay is? Oh, it is. Um, I can't I can't even like quantify how important it is. I believe that it should be done as much as possible because um the penetration portion of sex for those who are in heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. isn't or shouldn't only be the thing that we look forward to. Sometimes the foreplay can or the intensity from the foreplay can be um, as intense as the actual penetration or better. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's about, like, again, building up that level of arousal, especially for women. Um, you know, I as more often than none, you're hearing more sexologists and people that just give sex advice in general talking about how important it is for women to be aroused and, you know, to build them up yes, and stuff like is. that. You hear the 20, 40-minute hour quotes of, like, how long it takes. But, you know, when you think about all the different things that, like, for example, BDSM provides, that 30 minutes could go really, really fast with all the different things that you can do. So, 
What kind of things do you like to do during foreplay? Um, personally, um, I'm a big fan of fire play. Um, I'm a big fan of, fan of electric play. Um, <laughs> do you got to take a class at uh, first to like I, fire I, safety uh, class? <laughs> I, I personally have taken classes for everything that I, I have learned to do. Mm-hmm. And I do know that like me saying that isn't something that's super applicable to someone that is or practical to use for somebody tomorrow. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But the reality is, is when you experience something like this, it mm-hmm. really opens up your mind like, yo, I can't believe that something so crazy sounding could actually feel so amazing. You know what I mean? So what is fire play exactly? So fire play is when we use the um, alcohol as an accelerant and we're able to manipulate the fire because the temperature is a lot lower than the traditional fire that you're used to. Mm-hmm. So it's like a warm feeling. And temperature play is incredibly important, not incredibly important because you can do without it, but it's an incredible tool to use to bring about arousal in, um, in people because you get blood to rush to a particular area of the body when you manipulate the temperature level. If she has a wig on, do you be like, please remove it? No, I'm I'm, I'm nice <laughs> with the fire. Did so you wear I don't, yeah. today? <laughs> um, the the accelerant yeah. that we use, like I said, the alcohol mixed with the water, and um, it really um, decreases the ability, the the flammability of the fire that we're we're manipulating. So of course, I'm never going to be like having fire on somebody's hair, but mm-hmm. I'm going to stay gonna be with... like that lady from <laughs> Rosario. Oh, Do you no. put fire on a pussy? Absolutely, absolutely. Nah, <laughs> I, I feel like that would feel really good, but I also feel like I would be shaking. I would be yeah. scared, but then like once it was over and mm. I realized I'm still okay, my pussy not broken. Yeah, it would be exciting. Like, oh. I might want some more. Yeah. Oh, bitch, I'm about to let me go find. I'll show you some videos quick. after this later. Okay, I'm um, excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the table, I see some things. Right. Um, there's a knife. Is that a machete? Uh, it's a knife. You could grab for it. Go ahead, reach for it. Okay, okay. What what is it called? Is it a, like a special name for this? No, type it's just of knife? a knife. Oh, just a knife. Because it is, it definitely looks fancy. Yes. Oh, this is like. Ooh. Is Don't it really sharp? Of, no, it's actually dull. It's oh, okay. actually incredibly dull. She's Do gonna show. Do y'all see this? This is like. <laughs> what would you do with something like this? So something like this, I would use it for sensation play, and you can mm-hmm. don't worry, don't be afraid of it. It's it's dull. It's okay. really dull. Uh, Can you like do it on my arm? Absolutely. Let me put this down. I'm excited. Or like, do do you do on the neck? So normally, I I would like it on the neck. Yeah. Absolutely. So normally, what I would do is I would make sure that you're oil down so that it's uh, even more sleek. Oh, I'm a little Um, ashy. (laughs) No, no, you're you're, you're glistening. Did you put lotion on today? (laughs) Um, Again, I would couple this with something like sensory deprivation, such as like you know a blindfold. Mm. Um, Oh, so you might be like, what is he touching? Exactly. Exactly. So it's like it's it's the mind fuck, and then you know I might put my hand around your neck and whisper in your ear and just drag this across your body. Mm-hmm. Um, other times I may um, use, most of the time I use this after wax play. So I use this as a way to remove the wax from a person's body. Oh, and it feel, it's a nice. freeing feeling. It's it's like you've been cocooned in the wax and now I'm freeing your body and I'm still whispering dirty stuff in your ear and congratulating you, giving you all these affirmations and telling you how good you look and how good you smell and feel and while I'm dragging things across your body and doing all types of stuff, have a vibrator on your pussy. I mean, the list goes on and on. I feel like I would be hollering <laughs> and screaming and oh, yeah. not knowing what to do. Um, yeah. This is beautiful. Oh yeah. my gosh. I was like, is that a machete? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, hold on. Let me maneuver. I don't want to take Okay, so what else do we have over here on the table? I see some rope. Okay. What is this metal thing? Yes. So this is a metal flogger. Um, this is uh-huh. one of my favorite toys. I don't go tools. I go. I don't go anywhere with this one without this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is, is because similar to the sensation that I was able to provide with the the knife, I'm able to do the same thing with this. Mm-hmm. When you couple this with like a vibrator, mm-hmm. I can have the vibrator dragging across your skin. Mm-hmm. Again. I am a big fan of sensory deprivation. So putting a blindfold over somebody and, you know, that really adds to that sensation, that sensation level. Um, so I'm able to dip this in like warm water, cool water, mm. and drive this across a person's body. I'm able to put a vibrator on it. The sound itself has turned a lot of people on. Again, you're not mm-hmm. able to see. You're hearing something coming close to mm-hmm. you. I'm dragging this across a person's nipples. So you just drag that. You never just, you never pop them. Absolutely. You can. Oh, you can. I mean, I can show you. That, that it doesn't hurt? really hurt. It doesn't oh, it doesn't. It's like oh, a little. I was like, this look, it looks intimidating. I want it, it to be intimidating. It's not that heavy. It's not. I I thought it was going to be really heavy. I love okay. you. Like I told you before, I love using intimidating tools so that when you understand, like, because it's going to pose, you're going to want to ask, like, what is it? What, what is that used for? And then when mm-hmm. I explain it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. And once stuff starts making sense to us, that's when we become more open to trying mm-hmm. it. Like, okay, I can see how that works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to try things like this with people that 
I'm having sex with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I do too, but it's like, how do you bring how that up? How do you start? What would you yeah. suggest? Well, I would suggest um, just reading about certain things and sharing it with your lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the, uh, one of the, the the best tricks I've ever heard or tips I've ever heard with introducing kink or BDSM to a couple is just like, if you see... For example, one of my videos, you might want to share one of your share one of my videos on my mm-hmm. page to somebody like, yo, what you think of this? Is this wild? Just see what they say. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. way you can determine whether or not that person is open minded or not enough to even go forward with the next conversation. Like, would you let's look into something like this and you mm-hmm. read together. Take the journey of learning together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I always say that um one of the reasons that relationships tend to end is because of infidelity. One of the things that brings about infidelity is boredom, routine, and just... We, we just talked about, about it last that. week. You know what I'm saying? So that is something... I'm not saying that, you know, having awesome sex is going to make every relationship last forever mm-hmm. and ever, but it will, you know, increase the chances of it lasting longer at mm-hmm. the very least. What are some tips that you could give women about foreplay that men like? Uh, believe it or not, um, men do men do enjoy being tied up. I know it sounds crazy. I can't get them to do it. I've been asking I've never for tried. a long time. Mm. I have tried. I yeah. brought the rope. I mm. brought the stuff. I had so, silk yeah. handcuffs one time. Simple handcuffs. Yeah. Like, yeah. no. I feel like niggas be like, you trying to have well, somebody rob me? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that what was that. in Texas. <laughs> you trying to have somebody run up the spot? Like, <laughs> 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 no, I just be like, what you, what you trying to do, Key? Like, Central I'll muscle. tie you up. Mm-hmm. Sensual massages, mm-hmm. um, you know, dick massages, things like that. Using warm oil all, all over their body is something that you can use as foreplay. Um, whispering dirty things in the air, practicing. Um, uh, one tip that I would give for dirty talk is to write down 10 things you would want to say in bed. And as corny as it sounds, it works. It sounds it, fun to me. I'm going to make sounds, a list. I yeah. like corny stuff like that. Dirty talk, oh my God, it's like magic. Oh, yeah. I know that is one thing that I think ladies know because when I want you to hurry up and come, I start whispering the nastiest shit. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel that pussy slipping and yeah. oh. <laughs> spitting my ear, spitting my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And then it's like, Oh, finally, it's over. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I tried in a different bed. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know. um, I wanted to know when you have a submissive, mm-hmm. does that mean she's your girlfriend? Um, in this particular situation, yes. There are people that keep their um, BDSM dynamics separate from their life. Mm-hmm. But I have a through and through type of relationship where she is my submissive and I am her boyfriend at the same time. Mm. So, you know, that's that's for us. Everybody can, de- you know, I determine what their relationship is going to be for them. What was your sex life like before you got into BDSM? Like, who were you before slut. that? I was a slut. You were a slut? <laughs> I was a slut. You was out here breaking hearts. Um... A little bit of both, I would say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was a slut. <laughs> and then when did you realize, like, you know what, I this is something I really want to get into? Um, so I did learn, um, learned. I did learn that um, part of the reason that I was doing what I was doing um, when it came to women, it was because I wanted the gratification of the feedback or the surprise that they're getting. So like. A lot of when I was younger, um, I would always go for women that were older, more established than me, because it was a way that I felt more validated. I'm like, she got all of this stuff going for her. She's fine as hell. If she's into me, that means I must be something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was something that I got off on. But I also got off on the idea of like, I'm gonna surprise the fuck out of her when I do when I do fuck her because mm-hmm. she's he's used... voodoo dick. <laughs> so yeah. she, would... I hear it. So I she, hear it. Would... yeah, I would be plotting like a motherfucker. Like you have no idea and. You know, I've been uh, on the skinny side all my life growing up and shit like that. So, like, they would, re- I would be really underestimated. Mm-hmm. Like, this little skinny motherfucker going through to me. And then I'm like, all right, let me show you what I'm gonna manhandling your big ass all over the month, all over the room and shit, among, mm-hmm. uh, among many other things. And, you know. Do you have a type that you like in a submissive or requirements? Uh, honestly, I can honestly say no. I don't. I, don't, I can't say that I have a particular type. That's the best part of the short answer. What? Okay, you're submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say her personality was like outside of y'all's dominant submissive relationship? Like, was she already very dominant in her regular everyday life? And so she wanted something different? Oh, my God. Or what? She is probably one of the most go-getting type of women that I know. I knew and it. And <laughs> it's, it's usually like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, tell her, I tell her that's all. When a woman or anybody, for the most part, is so used to being the head bitch in charge, doing everything, taking care of literally everything and everyone else around them, the idea of coming home and having to, be, to initiate romance, intimacy, and mm-hmm. things like that, that's not the most ideal situation. Are you capable of doing that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But do you want to have to come home and 
and still, you know what I mean, initiate things, not necessarily. The idea of getting that vacation mentally or physically is is a dream come true. Do you guys ever just have like regular sex or is it always like, let oh, me yeah. pull out the tools? Oh, <laughs> you look. No, 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 no. Sliding the knife down your butt. Like, is it ever just normal? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's the biggest misconception and I'm glad you asked that question. Mm-hmm. It's not always super duper kinky. There are going to be some things that I do because I do try to, you know, because um, Penetration sex for most women um, tends to not lead to orgasm or solely penetration sex right, for most women yeah. doesn't We'd lead to We'd be laying there like... Yeah, so, no, you know, I do try to provide a little heavy, extra heavy. stimulation. Like, we might, you know, even on our regular days, we might have sex, regular degular sex, what we call it, and mm-hmm. we just use a vibrator while we're fucking. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple shit. You know what I mean? That way we can increase the, uh, the chances of her having that orgasm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When she gets in, like... Sub <laughs> sub mode. Are there like moments where you have to like get aggressive? Because when I naturally when I hear like submissive, I'm like, are there things that she can do? And you're like, bad girl. Oh yeah, she. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that I don't have a brat for a submissive, and um, I'm nothing against brats. Shout out to all the brats out there, but um, I don't think I honestly would not consider her a brat. The type of person that is like doing things against, oh, you know, just to get the a rules. real. She follows the rules. She's always trying to like make things better. She's trying to like add value to situations so much, mm-hmm. even when she's in that submissive role. So you think you would be a brat? Or a no, true submissive. A true submissive. Yeah. Okay. I don't. You would be a brat because you, you think don't. Because so? I think you would want to get in trouble sometimes just I mean, to see what would happen. That. You're not wrong with you that. know you like to do little things sometimes. <laughs> so she, like in our dynamic, she knows that whether she's good or bad, she's in trouble. So that's just <laughs> how it is. So it's like fuck it. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always looking for a way to take it to the next level. Our last scene at the dungeon was something that she actually asked for, and I was so proud of myself for being able to deliver it on a level that. What like, she asked for. Um, a predominantly anal scene. Oh. And, and I'm a big fan of anal, so, like... Me too. So, <laughs> so she was like, I <laughs> I want you to use my ass and, like, almost forget about my pussy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do some research to make sure that I... Because if this whole two hour prepared. or more are going to be... <laughs> yeah, don't you know, break so, no booty holes around right. here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do anal sex all the time, so it's good. But I wanted to make sure that I had some other stuff out of side of the box to do with different ways to like spice it up versus just like, you know, put it like, like light a match and put it in her <laughs> <laughs> Really? Like, would you ever do that? Uh, I put fire in her ass before. In it? In her How ass. How is lit? She got a lot of it, go, it goes out. It goes out. But um, you feel the sensation <laughs> once it touches. you farted. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Right. It's like, <laughs> you're, like, like oh, you're getting in trouble. I'm oh, beating shit. you, but <laughs> this is not supposed <laughs> to happen. That's my Oh my god! And the knife. You over here farting on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> it done fumigated the whole way. Like, this going to be funky, too. <laughs> and hot. Hot oh my god. shit. Oil, man. It's a greasy fart. Um, are there pros and cons to this lifestyle? Um, there's pros and cons to everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's no... I, I, I don't want anybody to think that um, there's one sure way to be successful at anything. Um a good strategy today could be a bad strategy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I look at it. The best thing you can do is just communicate as as, as much as possible. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself a sex worker? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. So when you got into this lifestyle, I'm always interested in knowing, like, what did your family think? Um, Were they so... like, boy, you're a prostitute. <laughs> you know, like, black people don't understand and like, no, this is a lifestyle. And they're like, you're not doing this. My family wasn't surprised um, because the majority of the family that matters to me, and I don't mean to say that in a harsh way, but, you know, um, are my siblings. I, I come from a, a large number of siblings. It's 10 of us in total. Ooh, so, wow. yeah. And um, my oldest sister, my oldest sister is um, someone that had a big part in raising me. Mm-hmm. So, like, t- it's like talking to my sister. You know what I mean? Like, you're mm-hmm. not going to be afraid to talk to your brother or your sister. Mm-hmm. You may not tell them the intimate shit, mm-hmm. but they're not going to, it's not like talking to your mom or your aunt or your uncle or something like that. Yeah. I remember um, when we started doing this show, it's funny because when stuff becomes successful, that's when everybody's like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> baby. <laughs> but my sister always had my back. She would be like, sometimes when the family would be like, what is Medina doing? I heard she working in magic. And I was like, y'all, it's, just, it's a podcast. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and my sister would be like, y'all need to mind your business. This is people <laughs> talking about real life things, wants and needs that honestly help relationships. I was mm-hmm. going to say that. 
Yeah. Well, like, I just told my family to stop fucking listening. It's not for you anyway. <laughs> and don't ask me for shit when it pops. Right. People mm-hmm. don't understand how important what you guys do is, you know, anybody that has a sex positive podcast in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. or in most cases, um, and any, even a sex worker, their work is important because our lives, whether you are freaky or not, really do involve sex for most mm-hmm. people. That's 90. how we got here. And mm-hmm. so, exactly. So, you know what I mean? Making those conversations less taboo, opening up those conversations to talk about pleasure, to talk about trust, to talk mm-hmm. about relationships, things mm-hmm. like that, is so fucking important. It's so important. We always talk about it on the show, like, ladies, stop faking your orgasm. Oh, that nigga needs to know he's not pleasing you. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's important with, like, us, like, black people, because so many people are so scared to try things. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that I that I know personally who are scared to do stuff because of the judgment, not because they don't think they'll be into it, but they would just, God forbid, somebody hear that they were into this, and this is, like, so, like... Mm-hmm. We don't do that. But it's like, yes, we do. Or maybe that's why you don't like it. Because you're doing boring stuff. Like, uh-huh. Maybe it's that's okay. why you're There's in an other unhappy people. relationship. Yeah. Lots of people are into trying different things. And if you mm. just open your mind, mm-hmm. life will just be better. Like, I have great days. If I get fucked real good, that's going to be a great day. And mm-hmm. if I get fucked great, it might last a couple weeks. Mm. You know? Um, mm. It really... Oh. I have another question before we move on to Indecisive Diane. Do you have any fantasies that you haven't fulfilled? Mm, good question. Um, uh, <laughs> this one probably going to put her on the edge, but um, I do have a DP sp- fantasy still. Oh. So, like, okay. um, not for me. I mean, not for me to be double penetrated, but um, uh, it's just something that I desire to do. Mm-hmm. Um because I love overstimulating a woman. Um, I love the idea of double penetration. I tend to do it with like toys and things like that, but mm-hmm. I've never actually done it in a actual live sexual experience. So mm. like, yeah, I know that sounds, it might sound a little weird because it's like, what's in it for me? But I really get off on giving people um, pleasures or things that, like you said, society made you believe is taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, a woman should never think about doing stuff. Like, no, you, I'm going to be that good. motherfucker. You can ask for anything. Like, mm-hmm. and it's going to, and I'm going to cheer you on. I'm going to make sure you got what you need. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to make sure you're safe. Mm-hmm. All of those things. Like, that, I get off on that shit. That makes me feel like a real powerful person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what do you get off on? Huh? What do you get off on? <laughs> you say she does, he deserves gifts? Gifts. That's a good man, Savannah. Yeah. Uh, I you get know? gifts. I get gifts. It's important to... <laughs> what do I get off on when I'm having sex with somebody? Mm-hmm. I think... I think whenever they look like they can't take it. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want it to be like, you might want to run from me. Mm. Because I know how I feel when I have that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I try to return it. Like, oh, you did this to me last time. Okay, you got me last time. Oh, but now I want to do it yes. to you, you know? And then I'll be like, what was that you said? What was that? <laughs> you can't stop now? I like that Sometimes lot. I like really weird shit. And like you what? never know. Like, like, okay, no one has ever done this before. And this is such a weird fantasy. But I really want to suck someone's a man's dick mm-hmm. my partner's dick and get it like really sloppy at the at his head mm. and then take it and rub it around my ear mm, that's interesting okay that's interesting <laughs> I, listen it's I, weird it's i would definitely something request you can do it. i can't I'm request it. i'll Just try it tonight i'll try it tonight okay tell, tell me <laughs> so how it goes how it because i feel like he's gonna be like bitch what it might feel good. Like, think about the ridges in your ear. Mm-hmm. Like, those little holes. And that's holes. something that doesn't get touched. Have you ever had a woman rub her nipple in your pussy? It's her the nipple? weirdest thing. It feels nah. really good. I, I wouldn't be so... Trust me. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, it's can like... I, can, I actually, can I make one suggestion for that ear thing? Yeah. Blindfold him. Blindfold him? How are you going to find oh, my ear? You put it there. But you're going to put it in your ear. Suck his you, dick. You suck it in and you... And oh, put it there. You're going to be like, what is that? Exactly. He's not going to know. He might like it. Yeah. And you can tell him later. Oh, I'm going to do it. You tell him later, right? Yeah. He's like, like, that was your ear? Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh I'm going to do that next week because I'm going to see him next week. (laughs) Oh, you are? You get a cute little blindfold. I'm excited. Um, Okay, guys, we are going to move on to Indecisive Diane. When we come back, Sir is going to help us give some advice to our crazy listeners. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, ladies. How you doing? It's starting to get hot. Everyone wants to get thoughty, but before you do, I want you to try out this place called Brooklyn Tea. 
This is the cutest little black-owned tea shop I've ever seen, ever. You feel like you're in a piece of Brooklyn. Here's the address. 329 Nelson Street, Southwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30313. It's in the Castle Barry Hill District. Go there on a date. They got Biggie Smalls cookies. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane, and it is time for the advice. Remember, if you want to ask us a question, you can email it to us, askcocktails at gmail.com. So this one says, my man sheets or the streets? Probably the streets is what I'm going to say, but because <laughs> um, it sounds like he's not doing his job, and y'all know how I feel about that. Leave his ass. Anyway, first I want to say how excited I am to finally be typing this advice letter and for how bomb y'all are. Y'all are really like my older cousins. You don't have to put older Why in Why we there. gotta be older cousins? Y'all always gotta put it in there. Just be your cousins. Okay, damn. Um, my older cousins that I can talk shit and do drugs with. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, first of all. <laughs> no, because I'm telling. Okay, uh, have you uh -uh. listened to us for Drink real? some water. <laughs> okay, so a little background on me. I'm a 23-year-old college student working and trying to graduate. Class of December 22. Congratulations, girl. Me and my boyfriend have been together for three years, and I'm very conflicted about some things. So our relationship had a rocky start. Baby mama drama. Ew, you're he so was, young. He was fucking with both of us at the same time, but I decided he could either, he could either get right or get left. So he mm. got right. We have been working on our trust. Um, ever since and I really do love him and see him as my best friend and he really has been making the effort since his dumbass mistake he's been growing as a man to make sure I'm happy and we can have a healthy relationship going forward okay so here comes the issues number one he's a Scorpio and he loves sex I mean he freaking <laughs> loves it not gonna lie when we first started talking and I I finally gave him the coochie. I love fucking him and finding different ways for him to make me come. But lately, like the last year or so, I have been um, very detached from him sexually. <clears throat> and not just him. I just don't feel very sexually inclined. And I feel like as a young woman, it's just not normal. What should I do? Second problem. I love my nigga like I want a future with him. But there's something in me that just wants to be young, wild and free. And that doesn't even mean fucking for me. It just means I want to be able to live my life, talk to who I want, flirt, feel set feel sexy etc do i give up my possible lover for life just to experience the streets when i say it out loud the answer sounds obvious but there's just this itch and i want to scratch it i've never been a cheater and i won't be i would just um have to be done with him and do me but is it really worth it your advice is greatly appreciated and i hope you'll have an amazing day sent from my iphone Ooh, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a yeast infection uh huh. And you know that itch that you get, and you be like, "Oh God, I can't uh -huh. wait to just walk to the bathroom real quick and just scratch it real quick." You gotta scratch it. You gotta <laughs> scratch it. Even though the doctor be like, "Don't be scratching it." You gotta scratch it because it just feels good. <laughs> like <laughs> you gotta scratch your coochie itch. This girl said the answer is obvious, but she really wants to scratch it. I was like, "No, the obvious answer that we was gonna give was have that old phase." Mm -hmm. You're 23, sis. You're 23, sis. Like live your life. And while I don't think that everyone has to have a hoe face, like don't right. force it, but you try want it. it. Yeah, like it seems <laughs> like you want it. So give it a try. If you do start doing it, you in the bed crying, listening to Drake and Beyonce, and you like, I can't handle it. Then it's like, okay, hoe face wasn't <laughs> for you. And you probably lost your man. But now you know it you wasn't for you. another one. I definitely think that women need to experience things like that. I did. And it, it's just, it, I don't know what I would be like if I didn't have a hoe face. I feel like I would be unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that you're feeling these feelings. Feel them. You're only 23. Y'all not married, bro. You're not married. He got baby mama drama, and you not the baby mama. Yeah. Like, is think about that. Is that really what you want forever? And it's not like he might be your best friend, but your best friend did some fucked up shit to you. Don't forget that part. Don't forget it. Hmm. What would you tell her? Oh man, I, I'm just listening to that. I would say the same <laughs> thing. Like you got to do your whole phase. Um, I would recommend ethical non-monogamy for that particular relationship. Mm -hmm. um, consider the options of like experimenting well, yeah. with talking to other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and he's a Scorpio, so he might really be into it. Yeah, he might. and 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 to be honest, like if he's not flirting with her, if she's not feeling as desired, that's because his energy is probably elsewhere. So he's probably already doing some mm. form of like cheating, and I could be wrong. And he already did it. I and yeah, so like, he's, and he's still doing people it. People like, tend to be creatures of habit. So and you over here talking about he ha wants to have sex all the time, so it seems like you don't really want to. That nigga busting somebody else's walls down. Yeah, so mm, mm. yeah, she don't yeah, need to be nobody's on. stepmom at twenty three right now. You don't, sis. Scratch your coochie. Yes. <laughs> but if it really starts itching, you need to go to the doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some Something. Okay. Um, so that's it for the advice, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. That's it for the advice. Um, and on that note, we will move on to the cocktails. 
So I really want Sir Marvelous to go first. I told you what a cocktail was. Yes. Do you have one in mind, or do yes. you need a minute? I did. I did think of one. Um, so yeah, um, as I spoke about a little bit earlier, I hinted to I do go to a lot of um, sex parties and events mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And I remember when um, Siphon and I first started dating, and we were going, we went to some party, and it was a good party. But we decided to put on a little bit of a performance, you know what I mean? Oh. So, <laughs> and I told you I'm a, form, a fan of double penetration. I'm a fan of anal. I'm a mm-hmm. fan of scratching. I didn't mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I decided to do a scene with her. It started off really sensual. And next thing you know, my whole fist is in her ass. My, my other fist is in her pussy. Like, I'm like double penetrating her with both fists. And Were I'm switching like- into it. Yes. And then I had the nerve to be like, try to, like, after the scene was all done, she had came like crazy, squirted all over the fucking place, screaming and hollering. It was a fucking good scene, in my opinion. <laughs> but, you know, at a swingers party, I'm like, all right, so you can fuck her now. You know, she's like, nah, I'm good. But I'm good. <laughs> like, like, my buttholes is like, loose. Everything. Just give me a minute. Dude was like, and dude, because, and it was, it was funny because I was trying to, you know, like I had spoke to um, Siphon about, you know, potentially playing with dude and she was you know kind of open to mm. it but uh and dude was kind of thirsty to play with siphon as well but you know i was like we got something planned and i'm like after the scene i'm like you know i guess now you can you can try to shoot your shot see if it'll pop <laughs> up he was like you know what i'll not i'll pass because it was just a lot like how am i gonna follow up with that you just have no, to like, like i was like uh Sorry. Could you imagine going to a sex club with a man who does things like Sir Marvelous and you didn't know it and you're the next thing you know you're in a whole scene and you just thought like I would feel like I was in a movie. I would love it. When we come to New York to do our live show, you need to take us to a sex club. Done. I, that would be fun, bro. I've never been to one in New York. I've only been here. I've been to one in New York with Mandy, and it was very sexy. I didn't think I was going to participate or, you know, be with anybody, bitch. I was in there eating pussy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my you God. Tell us about it. You <laughs> a hot commodity. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to read a cocktail. The title is Don't Child's Pose on That Dick. Oh. <laughs> she said, hey, ladies, I'll get straight to it. I listened to the episode with Ayana, and I'm not taking any more advice from y'all anymore. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> so I met this guy, and we decided to meet up at a Taco Tuesday slash game night situation. I invited my home girl just to lighten the mood because I was determined not to fuck. We were there first, so when we wa- so when he walked in, I realized that I didn't know what he looked like, and I was shocked at how gorgeous he was. Mm. Tall chocolate, Mm. well-groomed, smelled good, and could dress. We had a fun night. Very cute, flirty vibes. Now it's time to go. But neither of us really wanted to leave one another. I love feelings like that. (laughs) So one more shot for the road. Then he walked me to my car. I get ready to say my goodbyes, and he grabs me, kisses me, and says, just follow me to my place. And his in in some little accent that just got my pussy so wet, and I said, "Okay, yes, um, I know that this is where I fucked up, y'all. I'm giving myself that you're not gonna give him no pussy, you're not gonna fuck him pep talk during the whole ride, knowing I'm lying, cause I would have went home if that was the case. Now we fucking, and I'm losing my mind." <laughs> <laughs> They ain't even talk. They just walk in the door fucking. I know that's right. This is the best dick of my life, y'all. Mm. Then he turns me over and puts me in child's pose, exclamation mark, all caps. Mm. Now, I'm tripping. I'm tripping and I'm overthinking the situation because what the fuck is going on? Why would he do this right after I listened to y'all's episode? <laughs> I'm having conversations with myself in my head. Bitch, why did he start inserting himself in the conversation correctly? Mm-hmm. Is this my voodoo dick? Mm-hmm. No. It is. No, no, no. <laughs> it can't be because it fits so perfectly. Like, this got to be my dick. <laughs> wow. I was already going crazy, and it, was the o- and it was only the beginning of a wild ride. So I decided to relax my breathing and meditate. That dick made my soul smile. Mm. Oh! <gasps> 
I now know why they say don't let him hit the bottom of the pussy because this man now lives in my head rent free. Mm -hmm. We've been dating about a month now and it's going well, but I find myself actively trying not to be obsessive. Signed, manifest on that dick. Oh, shit. You know, sis. We all been there before. We see each other, okay? (laughs) I hate when somebody move into my head rent free like that. Like, it's just like. And you get one of those sex flashbacks and you feel it and you be like. Mm -hmm. Okay, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And everybody's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck just happened? You're like, mind your Don't worry about it. Yeah. I haven't had a sex flashback in a minute. Me either. I gotta go have some sex. <laughs> Last time we were here, I was having flashbacks. You were? Remember I showed you a video. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. I had a... Uh, anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> um, I don't have a cocktail to share. We're out of time today. But I want to thank you so much for thank coming. You. Please tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you can find me on um, Instagram at Sir Marvelous. Um, I have a second page as well, which is uh, Sir Marvelous Kinks, um, spelled K-I-N-K-S with an underscore at the end. Um, all my links are in my bio on my Instagram page, so... Thank okay. you for coming. This was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. You have inspired me to want to go make a man feel good. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the blindfolds. I've got blindfold. one in my drawer right now. Mm-hmm. I need to get one. You do. You can use anything nice, as a blindfold. Yeah. So I could like, take my bonnet and just tie it around his head. Right. It's right. kind of greasy. Yeah. It's going to work. Why is my shea butter? <laughs> Why his dick is in my ear? I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> Make sure oh you guys God. get the game. Get yes. your tickets to the live show. Support every single thing that we're doing. We appreciate y'all. We hope you appreciate the content. Yes. Um, Thank you so much. And make sure you're following us on Instagram. It's at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Bean Bean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.